0: Ciao, guys. How's it going? What's going on? Uh, we're finally back with a new episode of TMG Podcast. Uh, it's been like three and a half weeks since our last one. Sorry about that. I've been really busy. School starting back up again, university, and uh, things get busy. But here we are again on a, uh, on a Tuesday afternoon, 12.30 p.m. here in Canada and in New York. Uh, I'm here with a very special guest today. You definitely know him because he writes a lot of cultural Related articles, and of course, the Milanista Santangelo, Matt, Matt. Thanks for coming on. How's it going, buddy?
1: Luca, thanks for having me on, man. What's going on?
0: Of course, it's always a pleasure. We have tons to talk about today, and uh, you know, as we know as Milanisti, it's never a dull moment in the Milan world. Um, even even on off days, <laughs> uh, even on even on off days, uh, there's there's story to talk about, and uh, we thought it was a, I thought it was a good time to uh, to have a podcast today. Uh, because of you know the the very disappointing loss uh on Sunday against Sampdoria um and also just the the whole situation with Montella I really wanted to talk about that and just you know put some perspective in it so let's talk about that loss against Sampdoria Matt I'm you uh, made the 6:30 a.m. wake up like I did on Sunday right
1: yeah i was uh yeah. Got some coffee. I was kind of getting ready to go, and then uh, from the opening whistle, it was kind of uh, very disappointing to say the least. And I think that's Milan have had their issues with that that early those early games. For at least for me on the East Coast and the United States, that 6:30 time slot always tended to be uh, an issue for Milan. But uh, most of yeah. most of the time, we blamed it on the banter era and all the players mm-hmm. that they had. But when you have a, a, as much talent as they do now, you expect a better performance, uh, especially when you're going to wake up early to watch them. But um, it just didn't happen.
0: No, yeah, we uh, even last year too. We, we, yeah, we just don't do well with lunchtime kickoffs. I don't know what it is. Uh, I <laughs> the lunch.
1: Lost. The lunchtime. The, the lunchtime. <laughs> there's still, like, honestly, man. There's still. It's just like it's like happy hour. They go out for drinks. They come yeah. back late to work. Yeah, you're right. All of a you're sudden, right.
0: it's. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. And then, so, just. I it's just so hard to because we we had nothing in that like it just seemed like we had, we weren't we weren't able to uh, we weren't able to to generate much um, just offensively we didn't get a shot on target all game um, uh, with Suzo as a, like a second striker behind Kalinic and uh, we've seen now that Suzo can't play as a second striker um, he's not as effective he's playing. He needs to play in a wide role, and I wrote that in my article for Italian Football Daily yesterday. And Montella needs to play him in a, a wide role if he wants to be effective. Um, and him playing behind Kalinic, he, got some, he had some space and everything, but again, nothing substantial, nothing that turned out to anything. And it's not like, and I know Santorio is a good side, but like, we can't say they're a great side, and especially their defense. We, they had the great wall of Matias Sylvester. I mean, we, we, should, have, we should have exposed Matias Sylvester. Um, and we didn't, uh, we just, I don't know. I think Montella had the wrong mentality and the wrong lineup again, uh, on Sunday. And we'll get, we'll get into that after. And like the, just the fact that Zapata, the, the assist that he gave his freaking cousin, Duvan Zapata is, it was just like, I, when they, when they scored that, I didn't even, I didn't react. I just sat there and just stared at the screen. I didn't even know what to say. Like it was just it was a perfect it was like it was like he assisted it to his Colombian cousin Matt what do you think what do you think about zapata's error there? that's a costly error because the game was still zero zero. he could have got one late you don't you don't know right what do you think i I mean zapata
1: he's always been one of those players that performs much better for, at the international level we've seen that many <laughs> for many years, and most people who uh, Obviously, most Colombians would probably agree with that. Someone who play, people who watch him very closely would probably say that the best football comes out of him when he's playing with that um, Colombian international shirt on. Uh, I, for one, have always maintained that Zapata has a strong or a good performance, if you will. um, One once ever out of every ten matches, I would say where he looks pretty good, and maybe he's good in the air. He's a little bit more fleet of foot than maybe a guy like Romanioli, and some of those things come about when he does play well. But for me, that game against that, – that was like a banter-era-like game for Milan in the back. When you when when really look at he slipped there uh, on the Ricky Alvarez goal. Alv- Alvarez just walks right by him and scores 22 seconds or 30 seconds, whatever it was, after coming on for Sampdoria. It was honestly, and I think for me, when I saw that um, when when Montella went with Zapata over Musacchio, who, who didn't play in that game against Spau the mm-hmm. days earlier, I found that very confusing. I think um, I understood the fact that maybe he was looking to maybe rotate and keep guys fresh and all that stuff, but I mean you there's there's a, there why not play Musakio in that game in the Serie A where it means the most yeah. and then give Musakio a rest against in the Europa League game but days yeah. later, I just didn't understand what he was doing and I think honestly, I would have loved to be in the fly on the wall in that conversation that Fassone and Mirabelli and Montello were having yesterday, uh, because they probably were saying we gave you these this, this quality these quality defenders, these quality players. What's going on? Why aren't you using Musaki who didn't play and he's well rested and he's been Arguably, he's probably been our best defender because um, mm-hmm. Romagnoli took some time to get back. Bonucci struggled a bit. Musakio's really been Milan's best defender, I would yes. say, um, since arriving. So for me to not play him and make him a must-starter, I think you're really doing a, just a disservice to your entire team when you really look at how effective Musakio can be. He's, he's much quicker than the other two defenders. He's, he's, very te- he's very technically strong, I would say, as well, from what I've seen early yeah. on so far. Very. And right. I, I, to me, I, I don't just don't understand why you would go with a guy like Zapata and risk that. I think you, you Musacchio, Bonucci, and Romagnoli, thats going to be your three-man defense, and that's the defense you're going to be going to against the teams like Inter, Roma, Juve, and, and and the like. So why not keep trying it, keep building that chemistry? I mean, I, I was just confused by that, but I wanted to give Montella the benefit of the doubt. Um, you know, just for the simple fact that we should have been able to take control of a team like Sampdori, who I, though I rate quite well and probably highly, more high, uh, highly than others, I think we, that was a game that Milan definitely should have been able to uh, get a positive result out of and not lose 2 0, that's for sure.
0: Oh, my, well, I mean, it's just like, well, like the second goal was, and you know what the fact that the second goal was another Zapata error, too. He fell. Yeah, he slipped. Slipped, yeah. Um, so that was just, I mean, in, just in all the terrible, a terrible uh, game for Zapata in general, uh, but like he wasn't even that bad until the error. Like, I, I never like I wasn't scared. You know what I mean? Like it's just Zapata's again like one of those players that again he's little, He's like Maldini with Colombia. It's weird. Yeah, um, I, I, he, I he plays. Him he's Columbia. a
1: completely different. He's a completely different player. And then there's a lot of times that where that happens because the guy, you know, it's there's something about throwing on your your country shirt and wearing representing your country. That, yeah you know tends to bring the most out of people we've seen that many times and some people have even said that same thing with de Rossi and not comparing the two obviously de Rossi's a, a much better player and has that longevity but a lot of people see that where you know de Rossi you know regardless of his age regardless of the certain you know you know this the noticeable slip in his his play he oh when he throws on that absurd shirt he just mm-hmm. tends to play better and i think that could be yeah. something where that's the case with zapata but to be yeah, exactly. to make making the you know, slipping the slipping and and all these different things i think
0: yeah
1: I, it was just too much for me to handle at what seven o'clock at, at seven o'clock no the yeah i
0: know you're right it was it really was just too much, man. Yeah, it was a waste of a waste of a wake up for sure um and with uh, and like with Zapata too, it's weird because every six games they'll play a really great match, like a, a really tight match, and then he'll come back and make that one little mistake, and it's the most costly one. Um, and Absolutely. I don't know, I don't know if you uh, again you know, to, ahead, to not
1: to beat a dead horse. I just don't. I think it's it's clear that you know the, the Europa League group stages, all the playoff matches they did play already, and they went through with with flying colors. Mm. I, I, those are the games you should be rotating. Those are the games that yeah. Zapata should be playing. Those Just are the, the games numbers. that, you know, maybe you you, t- you test Jose Maury or you test um, you know, Calabria or Zapata, those types of players. And mm-hmm. then when you get to the Serie A games, because those are the games that mean the most, those are yeah. the games you have to win in order to get back to the ultimate you know, competition. That's the Champions League. So why would you sacrifice that by saying, "Well, we want to rotate. And we want to keep guys fresh." Mm-hmm. Zampatorio Zamp- are no pushover either. They're a strong team. John is a fantastic coach, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They have a talented team, and not to mention they're at home. And that's a, And that's a venue. The uh, the uh, Marassi. That's a tough tough place for Milan is, last year, plan. if you recall. That, that was a game that Milan won early. It was an early fixture, but One that, that Baka came on and scored the winner late. But that's a, tough, that's a tough venue for any team to play. And so to kind of rotate and use that opportunity, just, it just doesn't make sense for me. I think if he would have put in Zapata in the spa game, which I believe he did, and then maybe, maybe use Musaki over Sampdora, which is probably what he should have done, that would have been okay with me, but Sampdoria were a good team, and I don't think he I think he underestimated and he was one of those cases where once again, similar to the game against Lazio, he got it wrong. And you could saw and you saw a couple similar similar things there. Late substitutions, you know, going I mean 77th minute or 55th minute in that Lazio game, the match was already over. He yeah. should have made that the substitutions at halftime. And this is the same thing where he, clearly Milan and and Montella's tactics, excuse me, weren't enough to break down Sampdoria. They didn't press enough. They really let Sampdoria dictate the flow of the game and, and really, you know, bring the game to Milan. Once it was clear that Sampdoria were going to be difficult to break down, Montella should have went right to the bench, made the necessary adjustments, maybe switched formations, and ultimately went after the win. I think he that's one of the that's one of the concerns I do have with Montella is his in-game management and in-game decision making to really Alter the alter the flow of the game to get the results that, that they need, and I think that's something that's definitely going to be closely looked at over the next couple of weeks when we do have, um, you know, the game out against Roma and then of course Inter.
0: Yes, uh, and, and here's the thing. So now, you know, here, here's so uh, the the Sondoro games in the past. Okay, let's just mm-hmm. get rid of it. Whatever it's, you know, and you know what, it, just put a positive spin on it. Now, say in August, someone told you, "Okay, so Milan are going to win four of their first six City Arg games." Would you say, "Okay, I'll take that"? Would you say that?
1: Absolutely, and I think, like, I think, you know I, I, mean? I guess that, that's that's the silver lining to take from it. But I think the mm-hmm. one issue that I'm I do have with this is that yes, it's four out of six, it's it's twelve points, it's it's good, it's it's you know they're maybe they're, they're right there in the top six right now, and they haven't really you know hit their peak form yet. So that's I understand that's fine, but I think. Again, when you have that much talent, these are the games. I, I just hate losing games and dropping points to teams that they should be handling much better. And the Lazio game, that's a one off. That's a one off because Lazio are a yes. very good team, and they're very they're and certainly going to be a, in competition for the one of those top was, four, and four it spots. Was, and exactly, it was the individual
0: brilliance. It was the individual brilliance. Right, right,
1: absolutely. I'm not saying that. I think I'm yeah. not going to say that. You know, Lazio, that's a must win game. That should be no, a no brainer. Three points. I'm not saying that. But I think it's more more of the fact in the way you lose and the way you drop points. It's not so much oh we lost points where we lost the game. You're losing four one to Lazio. Yeah. Right. That's when Montella he that that, that was a that was just a, a a piss poor game. Let's 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 call it what it is. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with the Sampdoria game. I think the Sampdoria game those are points that. Most Milan fans would agree that they should have. They should have been at least a draw or at least, obviously, you know, the, the more desired result and, you know, the more hungrier result would have been the, the victory. And that's what kind of irks me because the teams like Juve, the teams like Roma, Napoli, what they do so well is they take advantage of their, the softer opponents because they know that's what's going to make or break whether they win the Scudetto or whether they finish top three or not. Mm-hmm. That's what Juve is doing. People are going to say, oh, Juve, you know, but yeah, Dybala scoring against Sassuolo and all these different teams. But you know what, though? They're handling their business. They're taking care of business and they're taking yeah. care of the teams they should be taking care of. And that's what I think yeah. I want to see from Milan is that mentality adjustment against these teams. This is not the older Milan of the past couple of years where, you know what, every game is going to be difficult. You go into a team like Sampdoria, you go into a venue like Sampdoria, you go in there and you dictate the game. You bring the game to them. You don't let them come in. You don't let them sit back and say, ah, they're Milan. We we don't care. We don't care. They are. You bring the game. Get an early goal. Easier said than done, of course, because, again, I do like Sampdoria. But that's what I want to say. I want to see that mentality change, those early goals to put games and put teams away early and and really make it easier on your team. And we're not seeing that. Even against Spal, two penalties. We won the game. We really weren't tested as much. But. I want to see more convincing results. I want to see more convincing and just hammering teams. And that's being selfish of me because again, we have four wins in in Mm -hmm. six games, but that's what I want to see is that, that killer mentality, that killer, that killer instinct that we're seeing with Juve. And even, you know, at times with Napoli, they're hammering and battering teams that they should be battering because that's going to ultimately decide who wins the league and who finishes in the top four. Mm -hmm.
0: No, it's true. You're right. And just, I don't know. I, yeah, like you, you there's, I guess, there's silver lining and there, there's positives, there's negatives, right? So basically, like what it is is that um, now after losing to Sampdoria, so we beat, we beat in we beat in Cagliari, we beat in Spal, we beat in Udinese, we lost to Lazio away, and we lost to Sampdoria away. So I, you know, we're, we're taking care of business at the San Siro, which is always good because we need to win. Games at home, it has to be a sensei. It has to be a fortress. So again, right. another positive. Um, but however, we to, to separate yourself from a to, from a, from the top four from the other guys from the other teams competing for the top four, you have to beat the smaller team. You can't drop points to the smaller teams. Ask Napoli and Roma how this could other chances have been over the past few years. They always drop one or two games to a small team. Um, I remember like last season Napoli they tied Palermo. Like just and and then if it does, if they if they win that game, and that you know wound up mean? hurting yeah. them, and that yeah, wound up
1: hurting them. Yeah,
0: Again, exactly. I'm not and saying Roma, that Sampdoria
1: too. is at that level. I think a Sampdoria are a no, team no. that could finish in the Europa League. You know, positioning. No, yeah. But, um, they, what I'm saying yeah. is is that you you just hate for these results to come back and bite you, and the you know what? Because you know the you know for a fact. That top four, that top four race, it's going to be very tight. I mean, you can basically, it, we can, I can say with confidence, Juve, Roma, Napoli. I'm gonna say Inter are gonna be chasing top four, although I'm not quite convinced that they're as no, good they're, as they've been not. playing. They're not. Um,
0: yeah, they're not for but sure.
1: That and that's the thing. You, these are the games Milan have had. They've, they've been, they've been given a, an early, um, you know, a lighter or softer schedule, a favorable schedule to start the season, and that's what I really want to see them use that 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 lighter schedule to to build the chemistry to get maximum points so that when they get into those difficult matches everything's intact they're in the right form they're in the right state of mind and they can go at teams and play and 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 finally brush away the whole low oh, they got to adapt still there's new a bunch of new teams another bunch of new players no 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 the honeymoon phase was over once they lost to Lazio mm-hmm. now you need to start playing results you need to start playing Bonucci you need to start playing well. You need to start being. T- t- you're the captain now. Yeah. <laughs> look at me. I'm to use that. Uh, what was that Tom Hanks movie? But I forgot what it was called. Uh, look at me. I'm the captain now. He has to take that leadership role and he has to play much better. I I, I love him as a player. I think he's got a, this this all the leadership qualities and everything like that. But he's he's going to be under a microscope. The banter will come from Juventus fans, from you know, all everyone across the everyone across uh, Syria that. If he If he doesn't play well, he's going to hear it. That's what comes along with wearing the armband for Milan in a big club, so he mm-hmm. needs to prove and he needs to play better Sim- It's It's just that simple and I think it will happen, and I think this is where again, these upcoming fixtures against Roma and inter he really does need to rise to, rise to the occasion and and really just play to his potential.
0: Yeah, you're right, no, it's just he has to he's been hungrier than ever, but he can't be ab more. He's been kind of average than ever um. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not no, but let's be serious here. I don't blame him for either goal uh, against. Him. No, no, no,
1: no, no. as the, pot. I was, I was the
0: pot. It, was, it was individual crap, crap. It's,
1: it's, it's, it's. I mean, <laughs> defending, defending is a little bit of a different breed. It's it, in, in, in yeah. a different situation in the sense that you know you're you're. If if I'm a defender and I'm looking to my left or I'm looking to my right, that's also gonna play a role in my decision making at that very moment. Of course. When you, yep, when you, when you, sure. And that's why I said when you have to have Musakio in there, because Musakio is just a much more stable and more consistent player than Zapata is. When you have to when you have to always look to your right and look to your left and you have to see, oh I got Zapata there. So I may have to maybe drift over to, to assist or to keep, you know, that air that area area clogged up. That's what tends to happen, and I think you can, mm-hmm. it just all it takes is a, a split second of a, and a lack of judgment and a a loss of, of your your marker, and there you there you have it. We saw it against Lazio, where mm-hmm. where Bonucci was in the box and you know, he was ball watching, and then he looked back and the the guy was free and he headed it in. So yeah, that's what's that's what's thing, and again that's that's up to Montella and Montella better get that ironed out soon and over the next couple of weeks because if he drops points or he looks. He doesn't feel the team that's capable of, of winning or getting a positive result against Roma and Inter, he's going to be on a on a hotter seat because right now he's already on a hot seat. If you ask most Milan fans,
0: yeah, and yeah, I just and I know he's the captain and Bonucci's one of the best defenders in the world, and it's not this is not going to change that. Um, but you know, it's just he has to play better and, like than he has. Um, and again, again, he's not playing bad; are just. You know, any he, he's, he's, he's capable of more.
1: He's capable yeah, of more. Capable of more and these, yeah. these these performances are so uncharacteristic of him that it's like, what's going on. It's so noticeable, but because it's, it's like, Benucci's never played like this. He's never had this, these not, noticeable, you know, lack of judge, lack of, lack of judgment mm. in terms of where to be the, these, these, these weird errors and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I don't think that's a whole, oh, he's not playing alongside Chiellini, Barzagli. I don't think that's the case. I think there's still, he's himself is trying to adjust and he's trying to perhaps make up for some, certain holes that are in the defense that are still occurring that need to be ironed out. But Musacchio has to start that. It has to be Musacchio, Bonucci, and Roman Yoli in the Serie A, um, you, know, I, you know, provided that, you know, someone needs to be spelled the breather, but in any big game situation in any Serie A game for the most part, those three have to start. There's just, there's just no no question about it,
0: <clears throat> yeah no exactly um i we have a question in the live chat from nicholas um in your opinion what what is our best starting our best starting lineup what formation eleven players you'd start so i'll I'll start and then you can answer it too, so I said in my one article yesterday I wrote for time football daily um I really think not want to tell us to consider a switch to a three four three, three formation um <clears throat> that being said, so I have Donnarumma with uh Musacchio, Musacchio, Bonucci, Romagnoli, and those three, especially in a big city game, we cannot have uh, we can't have Zapata starting over Musacchio anymore. Um, anyways, so we got those three at the back with uh, Ignacio Abate. Um, you know, unfortunately, Andrea Andre Conti is still injured for uh, quite some time, so he's out on the on the right right wing back. But it's gonna be Abate with uh, Lucas Bilia and e Frank Frank Cassi. Double, kind of like a double pivot in the midfield, um, with Ricardo Rodriguez, uh, left wing back, and then as as a three up top, well, you have a little bit of options. You have, um, you can either go with Bonaventura left wing, which would be my preferred player there. If Bonaventura left wing with uh, Andre Silva, uh, leading the line and Suzo on the right, or you know, just to switch it up, you can put Chalonago on the left, uh with Nikola Kalinic uh, leading the line. And then I guess there's no there's, – we don't really have a backup for Suzo. Uh, I guess Borini would be backup for Suzo. But he Borini would be more of a Europa League or a Coppa Italia um, option. So that's mine, a 3-4-3, three, three, Nick. Um, I wish Montella might like, – because you know why? I say that because Bonaventura can play left wing. I mean, he can. We've seen it. He's good. And Suzo's best is his best out wide. Um, so that's what I think, Matt. What do you What do you think to answer next question? What's your eleven formation?
1: Um, I, I think I mean for the most part, I'm going to piggyback what you said about the three four three. I think that's a, definitely an option. Uh, I still think there is potential in the three five two, but the problem is you really just don't you're with that formation. You can't place Suso, one of your best and most technically gifted players from last year, and I think on the current roster, obviously as well. You can't. There's, there's a that formation doesn't really suit him, and I think you when when you have a player of his caliber, you got to find a way to get a formation that suits him and, and, and can really maximize his ability, right? So, if a three five two, you can't play him at wing back because I don't think he has that defensive um, effort and that defensive work rate, which that which that wing back role requires. I would say a three four three, like as you just mentioned, um, or you can try something like a, four, a three four one two. It sounds a little weird and it sounds similar to a 3-4-3, yeah. mm-hmm. but I think that's something that you can revert to back and forth. So let's say you have um, the same, de- same uh, defense like you just mentioned, Musacchio, Bonucci, Romagnoli, Abate, Bilia, Kessie, and Bonaventura, right? So that's your 3-4. That's your that one role can be either Suso. You can try him as a number 10, not as a second striker, yeah, as a time. number 10. He can drift mm-hmm. that wide to the right, drift yeah. that left. Drift into pull and you know drop into the midfield to, to help with the buildup, things like that. Um, and then you can have two strikers, you can have maybe have Silva Kajanic, you can have Kutrone Kajanic, Kutrone Silva. You can mix around with it a little bit, but 3 4 3, 3 4 1 2 will probably be the formations I'd go for with Milan.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, you know what, you can also go with a 3 4 2 1 too, which is also yeah, kind of like a 3 4, four three.
1: 2 1, 3 4 1 2. Those can be switched, three, three, four, but yeah. I think. I think uh, it's, it's worth noting that I think a 3-4-2-1 uh, or 3-4-1-2 would really be able to get Ka- uh, Chalhanoglu on the field, who I really do like, yeah. and I think he brings a lot of creativity to this team. So that's a guy I do want to see more, and I think those are two formations that can really, um, you know, get Suso on the field, obviously, but also get, you know, Chalhanoglu in the mix as well.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um... And, you know, and just, I don't know. And it's hard. Like, we, we all like to see Bonaventura, Chan Glu and Suzan on the field at the same time, but I don't think it's really possible. Um, it's kind of an overkill. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I think, I think in the three five two, 5 um, I don't, I don't, to me personally, just from what I've seen, you know, recently against, specifically the game against Sampdoria, the, in the in the three, five, 2 it's just Bonaventura, it just doesn't, he doesn't fit. I, I feel like he just looks, he just looks like an extra midfielder there. You know, oh. you tell me if you tell me what you feel on that. But when you yeah. look at the three-five-two, you can see the five midfielders. Right? You can see the two wing backs; they make sense. You got Rodriguez, you got Abate, you got Kessie, you got Bilia. But where does Jack fit? Is he a box-to-box player? Is he someone who's going to be just, just I there be a to winger. pass? I be a you don't know what type of role he plays in that three-five-two, mm-hmm. right? Because all these years, the past couple years since he since he arrived at Milan, he's been either a left winger or a, um, as a as a side midfielder, Metzala. So
0: yeah, that's what I
1: really want to see. And I think, a three, again, like we were just saying, a 3-4-3 three, three would be something where you can plug him in on um, as a left winger if you needed to, to get him in, in a more comfortable role where we can see his qualities play out.
0: Yeah. Um, this is breaking news. Montella just tweeted a big thing. Uh, I think it's worth noting. Um, let's see. So he Mon- just tweeted? Mon- just tweeted yeah he never tweets, he just tweeted a uh, riportenza Milan, a lungo su come che as- a- a- portiamo da- preparazione per- per- Atletica. So basically, like just like to translate that, my best translation would be like, like we're we're gonna restart, like we're, I we're I, I thought I thought long, and how to raise like raise the how to raise our intensity or raise the bar or something like that. And then he said And then the last part della preparazione atletica." it's we start from the uh athletic training so and he released this huge like it's a picture of him with a huge <laughs> quote, so he said okay. like he so basically in the quote he's saying, like after uh it's, it's, let me read it first um, okay. yeah, so." Yeah, basically, he just posted a picture with himself and just kind of said, like, you know, we're going to start from training and stuff like that. And, you know, we're, what do you say? Yeah, so we just, just, we just basically, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, it's it's, it's a little bit longer, but... um, yeah, basically he just said that we have to that we have to we have to keep going, we have to restart, and we have to, you know, we have to go we have to go on. It all starts from his training sessions. So um I don't know. I think he might have fired his assistant coach. I'm not really sure. Cause this guy just says he fires coach. No, I don't think so. I think he just said No, I don't think so. No, I don't know. No. But he said that he's with uh yeah. So he's going to, so he's with Emmanuel Mara. I think it's the, I think he's the, he's his assistant coach, right? You know, Emmanuel Mara, I don't know. He's his new assistant coach this year. Um, he, uh, I think he's, he's working with him or something like that. I don't know. I, we have to, we'll have to talk about it after, but, um, and then in the live chat, Yazan saying that he still believes in him and yeah, raise the athletic bar. So yeah, like that's what it said. Um, and I don't know. I, got, I got, Montella never tweets, so that's really weird.
1: Yeah, that's pretty weird. That's why I that well, I was kind of like confused. I didn't know if that was like on Facebook Live. It was that. That was just yeah, maybe it's a like, quote from oh, like Ryan. Tweeted again. Or he tweeted one of the again. Oh, he tweeted. It, but that's actually interesting that he actually tweeted something out. Which I, which I think it's good. I think that's also part of the the whole, um, you know, culture switch at Milan with the new ownership. It's the more the transparency. The, you know, the willingness to respond to criticism in, in a certain ways and certain things like that. We saw what Fassone said um, after, you know, after the loss to Sampdori. He's pretty much saying this can't be, we can't tolerate this type of performance and all these different things. So that's what I want to see. I don't want to see this whole sweeping it under the rug and uh, but we'll play the next game. I want to see a little bit more of an intense team and a little bit more motivated and determined team. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think, again, Latino, to Montella's point, that starts in training. That starts with your approach to training. and starts with your approach to um, you know, yeah, your preparation on. for certain games and things like that.
0: Okay, so he did fire. He fired his uh, – him uh, in the uh, – so I just, read, I just read the whole thing. Oh, and now he just posted an English version of it. Um, I just read the whole thing in Italian. I actually I finally translated it. It's like I, you know, did my best. Um, he said, yeah. said, yeah, so he, he, didn't, he didn't find a, an agreement with his assistant, Emmanuel Mata, so they're going to part ways. So they parted ways with... So in English, after careful consideration, I made my decision that i consider physical preparation to be among the areas where improvements can be made. I have decided to start a new physical preparation plan for which I haven't found full agreement with my assistant, the athletic trainer Emmanuel Mata. It was a heavy heart that together with Emmanuel we have decided to part ways. I take this opportunity to thank him for the work done together over these years. So and, you well, that's, that's, yeah. that's,
1: that's, that's kind of a wake up call though. Right. Is it, is it not? I mean, yes, he's, I think now, now, not, but see, these are things you look at now because you look at, you know, um, you know, the certain things that have been maybe affecting the gameplay and the style of play on the field. Mm-hmm. So right now you look at this, it's kind of like, okay, well, they're going to, they're making their, the, the leash is going to be short. The leash is going to be short because there's a lot invested in a lot riding on this season. So, I mean, I listen. Who knows? I I don't know. Nobody knows what goes down at training. We don't know what the the uh, the training plan is and all those different things. But hopefully, this is something you know. Maybe that alters the the mentality and alters the uh, overall performance on the field. Let's see.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's that's uh, wow. That uh, that that's you know what? That's a little weird. Um. You know what I mean? It's a bit odd. Uh, you, you, you never really – have you ever seen that? <clears throat> have you ever uh, seen I mean, a – Not this have you, have you ever seen a coach? Just unless, come out unless, unless,
1: see the unless, unless there's like a, you know, a uh, noticeable and in a, in a um, publicized, you know, rift between, you know, the, yeah. someone on the staff and the coach that, you know, okay, well, now, okay, now now they parted ways. This kind of came out of left field, but maybe they kept it behind closed doors and maybe that was, maybe that was some of the conversation that Montella had with Fasone and Mirabelli. Maybe mm-hmm. he was speaking to, you know, the uh, you know what's going on in training and the preparation and all these different things, and maybe that's where they um, agreed to part ways. So who knows?
0: Yeah, and a lot of fans are saying that Montella's blaming his coaches and stuff now on Twitter right now. He's blaming his other coaches other than himself. I don't think he's doing that. I think he's just saying that um, – uh, <clears throat> Uh, like basically, like they've just been finding, just find agreement. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't
1: understand why fans. I, I don't. I I'm not gonna, you know, comment on that. I mean, that's that's a little bit ridiculous. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't. You, we didn't hear anything post match. Montella yeah, saying, you know, no. we didn't prep. We didn't prepare the mm-hmm. right way. You know, physically, we weren't up for the task. Anything like that. So I I think Milan fans again. They, I think that's a little much. Saying that he's putting his 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 his, uh, his his staff under the bus. That's not the case.
0: No, I think I, mean, he, I think he's just I think it's he's not, saying yeah, really I think he's just saying I think he's just saying that like they um
1: They didn't agree on certain things. Yeah, they didn't that. agree that's, on certain fair like
0: I, I think unless Montella said, Okay, uh, for now while we have to doing this and he said no, we shouldn't do that and it's like, you know what? Because I guess – you know what? I'm actually, I am actually actually kind of like his initiative because now he's trying to change stuff up. He's not just going to keep the – he's not keeping the same old average thing. He's going to try to change And the- he's got to.
1: He's got yeah. to do it soon, right? Because yeah, he can't do it two days before the game against Roma. No, why
0: not? So he's going to do it now. <laughs> like, he's going to do it now. Hopefully, we don't see a, a too good of a lineup against uh, Rekja R- on Thursday. In the Europa League. Yeah, we play at I, I
1: honestly for this game I wouldn't even mind seeing Te Woe come back. I wouldn't even mind seeing freaking Hachi Master play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually, he's done now, officially. Really? Yeah, Mateo I'm, I'm Bonatti tweeted yesterday. He's officially a free agent now. Yeah, he's He's crap. Yeah, I, I, wrote, him, I wrote an he's, article he's, on it. This is
1: my this is my my plug on him. I, I'll actually share with you guys if you, whoever wants to read and didn't see it. Um, I wrote an extensive article for these football times, I think a month or two months ago on my store and everything like that. that. So, yeah, so if you want, I'll re, I'll replug that after I get off the air with, uh, Luca here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I remember that article and he, uh, my store was a major YouTube merchant. Uh, he would do some skill moves on YouTube and he was literally, he was an Instagram merchant too. Hey, eh? you, do you follow him? I do
1: follow him. I feel like he plays a lot of NBA 2K. I mean, I don't
0: he, know does he does play. I haven't followed him a long time ago, but he, like, posts pictures of him, like, doing random stuff. And then he tweeted, like – or sorry, he put on his Instagram story a few weeks ago. Listen to this. He put, training, sacrifice. And everybody's like, you're sacrificing going to training? <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't – He was at Milan and He was like, sacrifice, training. Uh, it's yeah, like, wow, what a poor life you live. You have to go train today to play football. Come
1: on, give me a break.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and, and you don't even play any game. All you do is kick a ball about on the on the field. Um. So what else? What else? Really,
1: what else? you want to chat about, Luca. am
0: uh, Yeah, yeah. You almost you almost are out of time.
1: No, I'm I, I'm I'm putting off lunch for a bit. So if you want to okay, chat a little okay. bit more, I definitely could do that. So yeah, yeah.
0: So Jared A said a bad time, but he's trying to change prepare things. It's a good. That's a good. Uh, good point about Montella. She's trying to change things. Um, like okay so let's, let's let's do a last thing here and we'll talk about it for a bit and we'll end it off. Would you okay here so let's talk about the next two games. Massive matches, massive fixtures we have we have Roma at the Stadio Olimpico um and we have uh Inter at the San Siro. What do you think?
1: What do I think? Um, I, I, I think they, sh- they got to get their, you know what, together quick. And this, this, this game in the Europa League is really not going to really tell me much of anything, to be honest with you. Um, it, it, if they beat this team 4 5 nothing, I don't care, to be honest. Uh, yes, obviously, I am, I'm excited and I'm happy when my team wins. But my focus and, and most Milan fans' focus is, is resting in, 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 in the Serie A, and specifically yeah. these next two weeks. The Roma game is going to be tough. Roma are a good team. They we never let's win face it, and, and the Stadio yeah. Olimpico is a is a tough environment to play in. Um, we
0: never win. There. We never went through. I mean, yeah, yet.
1: it's it's always a, it's always a difficult task yeah. for us. Um, I mean, let, let's 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 pin that on the banter error and just some of the just the god awful players that Hopefully, have been have yeah. been racing the, yeah. the Rossonero the past couple of years. But that's beside the point. I think. Um, I, I just want to see Montella get it right from the beginning, and I want to see him manage the game. Um, you know when things aren't going properly and going according to plan. Um, I want to see him make the changes necessary because I, mm-hmm. to me, if I see a team that you know they feel the proper formation, I feel confident in the formation. Most of the fan base feels confident in the formation. But you know maybe they they lose two one or they draw one one. You know maybe they didn't capitalize on a couple of their chances, but they played a good game. I want to see the performances. I want to see the performance with the result, not just the result and. Performance they barely screw uh, you know, skimmed by. It's got to be an, occult, like, an, an entire um effort that is convincing to me and the fans. And you know, I want to see Montella get it right tactically, I want to see him pull the right strings in the game when things aren't going correctly. I'm going to mm-hmm. be looking for specifically over the next couple weeks. Yeah, um, these are pivotal games, obviously, everyone knows that they've been circled on the calendar since the, you know, the schedule came out, of
0: course,
1: but. That's what I'm looking for. I want to see this team. I want to see a mentality switch in bigger games. The first, mm-hmm. really the only big big game that Milan have played is against Lazio and they look, excuse my language, but that's, that's I'm calling it what it is. I <laughs> want to see a change here and I want to see um, a mentality switch in these bigger games and, and I hope that we do see it over the next couple of weeks, starting with Roma this week, okay. of
0: course. But, and here's a an follow-up question. If Montella loses against Roma and loses against Inter, is it time for Montella out? I think yes. I, I, if he loses,
1: I'm going lose to say yes too, uh, but I, I, don't, I don't want to see. I don't like to think, oh, yeah, is, no. if he loses. If, but uh, but the, here's my thing. Is, I, I can agree with you on that. I can agree with you on, yes, he lost two big games. He's losing to big teams with all this big money, these big money players. Yeah. I can get that. I can get the Montella out you know, stance on that. But who <laughs> do you bring in?
0: No, you know Who You bring you're in right. to steady the yeah, ship with a
1: bunch of expensive players this early in the season who's got to completely alter the tactics, completely you'll know, get the entire fan base on board and to get you know stop the bleeding and stop the worrying. Who do you get in? You're not uh, bringing in Walter uh, Mazzari cuz that ain't going to do anything for me. You're not going to uh, bring no, in Frank no. Boer. Who are you bringing in? Pioli? Who are you bringing in? Not uh, getting Conte?
0: Conte next summer?
1: <laughs> next summer though.
0: Yeah, next I summer know. If, so, if they don't
1: qualify for top if they don't finish top 4, Luca
0: the next yeah, summer, no, Conte—we're not, not
1: Conte ain't no, coming. He's not coming. He ain't gonna come coach a team that's seventh.
0: Yeah, and and uh, and then they got to blow up the well, entire
1: squad because they can't. Oh, play. actually, you
0: know What you know what though, Matt? You you do realize the year that Conte, when it came in Chelsea, they finished tenth place that year when he came in.
1: Yes, I, I maybe I, I don't know that. I don't
0: know. I'm just I'm it out I understand
1: I understand that I I I I'm fully aware of that, but I think. You, you can't bank on that because you can't be like, oh, well, you know, if they finish 6% no, of Conte no, no. may still come because it's Milan. Not necessarily the case. And, yeah, I, I, no. I, and I don't want it to get to that. I want to give Montella the proper chance and I really do back Montella. I'm not Montella out yet. No, uh, no, again, I'm a couple, not really either. Weeks, it could change depending on the results. But I, I, for me, it, mm-hmm. if you're going to fire a coach, that's that's fine. If that's the decision you feel like you though. need to make. But who you're replacing it with is as equally as is important. And that's gonna be under a microscope the entire year.
0: Gattuso, bring him no, up already? No, no. Imagine no, that?
1: No, no.
0: Imagine no, that though?
1: Absolutely, I know, no,
0: you unless, can't do that.
1: You can't we, do that
0: unless we bring up a, uh, we bring we bring back like Capello or something like that. Someone like an older oh, guy.
1: Oh man, come on.
0: That's what, what I tweeted. You? I said unless unless we bring back an older guy who like doesn't have a job right now. That's the only thing that I can think of for a replacement. And
1: that's, and that's my issue. That's my issue is that you gave Montello the extension that, I my, in my opinion, he deserved last summer. He got it. Yeah. He deserved that. And, and I'm going to shout it, at the, from, the, it the, from the rooftops I'll shout it. He deserved it because it did, he, sure. turned water, he turned water into wine with a really
0: bad average team, team last oh year. Oh, my
1: God, yeah. Um, so, uh, listen, if you're going to fire a coach this early in the season, you better be damn sure the guy you're bringing in can help you get to the the goal and reach the goal and be, and and, main, and obtain the objective that you set out for. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're gonna be. This is gonna be a big big issue come next summer when you're looking for other coaches, when you're looking for players, looking to keep players. Donnarumma yeah. maybe, Suso, yeah. whoever. So mm-hmm. that's my point. Is that you tread lightly when you do consider Montella out. Montella out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who you're bringing in is more as as, is, as equally as important.
0: I don't think I don't think we're gonna I think we'll beat Roma next week. I, I don't think we're gonna lose I don't think we're gonna lose two or three more games. I think we got we got our wake up call already. I think uh he's I think we're gonna win. I don't think we're gonna lose more games. Um there's no way. I don't think we're I just I just can't see it. Um and if we do um if and if we do lose <laughs> I guess, we'll, I guess, ended? I
1: guess, we'll like listen. I guess we'll have another, we'll, we'll tease, we're going to tease here. I guess we'll maybe have another chat about that. In
0: two weeks. We'll ha- we're going to have you want to
1: speak things. again in two weeks,
0: yeah, of course. No, three weeks of the international break, international three weeks, week. Okay,
1: so after the after the let's let, let's let's you know, put this in your calendar, whenever we'll mark this down, who's ever yeah, listening,
0: mark it in your calendar, love.
1: <laughs> and after, after the after the, TMG. Intern team, after
0: the derby, we're
1: going to have another chat, we're going to speak again, and we're going to see where we are at, at that point, but right now. Let's just hope that, that Montella and uses this time to iron out the kinks, you know, get everything back on track, and we prepare ourselves for um, the Europa League game. But of course, more importantly, the game on uh, this weekend yeah. against and Roma. And remember,
0: remember, after that Inter game too, we play Juve two weeks after that. Yeah. So it doesn't get any easier, um, and we have to beat some of these teams. We have to get pick up points. You know, you know what? Even if we get, even if we get a draw from Roma and beat Inter, that's good. That's good too. Um, because you know it's hard to get a draw from Roma at the olympico, but we we don't go with a mentality of a draw. You go to win. Um, yeah. And w- hopefully we have the bet. We pick our best lineup, and we don't see Zapata because if we if we see Musacchio tomorrow on Thursday, sorry, on Thursday, and and we don't see him uh, on Sunday, it's gonna be that's a very ridiculous decision. Um, and especially because he hasn't played in a while, he's he has to be uh unless it's a
1: fitness issue, unless he's injured, unless there's a, uh, you know, maybe he has a slight, you know, he picked up something in training. There's nothing. There's mm-hmm. nothing. He, well, that's, what, that's what blows my mind. Like, I don't understand that. That you can have a guy who's a ready-to-go defender, who's been playing well, and yeah. obviously he knows how to defend much, much better than Zapata. Mm-hmm. Play the guy. Play him in the games that have meaning. Don't play yeah. him against, you know, you know, whoever takes this as racist the farmers. All right. The farmers. Don't play Look, in those games. You're
0: an obsession. Oh, no, and this is oh, not
1: even a, this is not even a jab. We don't want you know, the, the main goal is not Europa League. I'm not yeah, I know. as a Milan fan, I want to no, finish top four. I want to make a Champions League. I don't care about these yeah. games right now.
0: No. I want. early. And I mean if it gets like, to that point that we're that we're succeeding in your Europa League and we're not seeing the lead I mean, then we, explore my, it. we, we, we that's yeah, what United yeah. did. That's yeah, what United I I did last season. year yep. when it was clear yep.
1: that they probably wouldn't finish top 4 and they make the Champions League through that route.
0: They, they just League. League. They were
1: saying, "Hey, well, you know our next best route in." And I think even uh, Mourinho even, you know, uh, you that's hinted, bad. you know, he spoke on this. He said, "Well, okay, well, our Europa League, we want to win the Europa League title because that's our, that's our path into the Champions League. Yeah. Fair point, but we're got not talking about that now in the first, the, in, you know, in, late in late September. Late September.
0: Not even October yet.
1: Yeah, come on.
0: And people got to remember that Milan, in the first month from, from August to December, we were, in, sorry, August to January till Borussia got injured. Uh, we were, we were fighting for top three and everything went down. So we can turn this around in two weeks. Um, and we, we, let's not get to, like, you know, hasty either we're four we have four wins and two losses it's not terrible um we're still right there on the table we're not 10th or anything we're not we don't have one win five losses or two win three losses it's four we We're four and two um and that was the first game against Ndoti we haven't scored a goal since like uh last january or something like that we've always scored a goal and said yeah it was the first time we got shut out um and since last february or january so I think we just gotta relax a little bit, you know, when the Europa League, you know, I have a little bit of a squad rotation on Thursday. I don't see why he's going to use these guys like Gustavo Gomez and stuff. What's the, like, who cares? Just use them. Like, like, like I guarantee it will be fine. Use, I don't, like. I don't care. You put Donnarumma and put Antonio. I don't care. I don't care what the goalie that much. Um, but we, we, you know, we have to, we have to, you know, start. And Montella has to realize Yeah, he has to manage players in a certain way when playing and, Competition, and when the Copa Italia starts too, he has to really put a nice squad rotation in there. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my thought. I think we're going to wrap things up. I think see any questions in the live chat. Um, Jared saying that the Europa League is pretty, is pretty easy. It's pretty straightforward until the quarterfinals if we play well. Or like the round uh, of
1: 16, the, that's when you start, you start getting opponents where you really can't take them lightly. But these group stage matches, I mean, come on. look like, Is anybody really expecting Milan to, oh, man, they're going to struggle against this team or that team? They should handle every team that they play with the squad they have mm-hmm. you know, up until that round of 16.
0: Exactly. And, uh, A- absolutely. I I
1: There's no question about it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the mentality you have to have. Um, and again, we were Milan. We don't. We don't. Uh, we don't need to. We don't. We don't need to just rely on your Europa League now. We need to win in City first. And if it comes to that point in February, March, April, like okay, then it comes to that point. Like whatever. Just that's how it is. But right now, we we just focus on winning. and We have to win these two big games uh, coming up in City. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so we're going to end things off, guys. I uh, appreciate everybody in the live chat, everybody asking questions about that. Uh, you know, we really love when you guys listen in and, and ask questions and engage. Um, we're really growing this podcast, and we're going to try to keep it as consistent as possible. And like Santa said, um, hopefully we have a little we'll – I'll bring Santa back on in a few weeks, hopefully, after we uh, we win the Olympico and we win Derby the de Molina. Um, Santa, it was always a pleasure. Thanks for coming on again. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks a lot, Luca. Uh, look forward to chatting with you soon.
0: Of course, no worries. And now we enjoy some neutral Champions League football and Europa League on Thursday. Guys, thanks again for listening. Really appreciate it. The 13th episode, and with that, I say ciao, ciao ragazzi, ciao Matt.